Hey everyone, what is up? It's another edition of the Wobcast, and this is a post-draft edition of the Wobcast. I'm your host, Mike Rothfeld, coming in from TCO Studios at the TCO Performance Center in Egan. Joined, as always, by co-host and producer Chris Corso. Yours truly and Chrissy have been working all weekend uh, for the 2019 NFL Draft, just as you, the listener, have been listening and watching all weekend to the 2019 NFL Draft. So now that it's over, we thought we'd all get together and chat it out. What's up, Chrissy? We had the most draft picks. Yeah, the most oh, in the NFL this year? Out of every team this year. Hey, 12. I, I told Rick in our post-draft interview with Rick, which is up on Vikings.com, I told him he's a man of his word because he said pre-draft, this is the deepest class he can remember grading. So got, what does he do? He gets 12 He comes draft out with picks. the most picks in the <laughs> NFL and the most picks the Vikings have had since the seven-round format was instituted. Wow. Um, so uh, Rick was a man of his word. He was right. This is a deep class. Now, we've already discussed Garrett Bradbury, Irv Smith, Alexander Madison on previous Wobcasts. So if you're curious what Chris and I think about those three selections, go back and listen to the Thursday night and Friday night Wobcasts. But the rest of them we have not yet mentioned. So you've already heard from GM Rick Spielman. Uh, you're going to hear from us on what we think of these players, and we're going to go through them quickly. We will start in the fourth round where the Vikings selected an offensive guard named Drew Samia. Well, uh, I'm going to be here to pick the, make the pick for the uh, Vikings, and I want to just make one comment. This is my 52nd year that I've taken part in the Vikings draft. It's a long time, a lot of great players. Proud to announce that the Vikings draft, 114, Drew Samia from Oklahoma, a guard. And congrats. What I like about Drew is uh, he plays along the offensive line, an area where the Vikings were focusing on, and I think he's got the athleticism and the movement skills to fit Gary Kubiak's and Kevin Stefanski's idea of how to get the running game better. That's what I like about Drew Samia. What were your thoughts on Drew? Well, he's 6'5", 305 pounds. Four linemen from Oklahoma got drafted in this draft, which shows how great that offense was and how great they protected for the number one overall pick, Kyler Murray, the quarterback at Oklahoma. So they had one of the most successful offenses in the country, and a big reason why was Drew Samia. So yep. you can only – I have a heart for those big school players who yep. do it on the biggest level in that big Big 12 conference. I said big a lot, but it's just, just seeing that, that production against that type of competition – that's that's what stands out yep. to me for him. So you know, I don't think we need to do much selling on this pick. I mean, people, the folks have heard what Rick has said. They heard they've heard what I've said. Vikings fans were happy with this selection. The one and, time we traded up. Yeah, and we went and got this guy. Yep, yes. yep, that's right. Good point too. Okay, next was a linebacker from USC named Cameron Smith. Here's what Vikings GM Rick Spielman liked about Smith. In the fifth round, uh, we moved back, I believe, a couple spots there because of the depth. Uh, at the linebacker spot, I know uh, he also uh, played very well down at the Senior Bowl. Uh, he's a multi-position linebacker that's very productive, very smart, and uh, is going to play very well on special teams. Now, when you're a team, what I liked about this pick, Chris, was the cross-train ability of Cameron Smith. And the reason I think that's important is because 
most of most snaps, over 50% of snaps in the NFL right now as a defense, you're going to have two linebackers on the field. We've already got our two. Yep. We got Barr and Kendricks. Those guys are So set. what we're looking for is depth and a guy who could maybe be a third linebacker in base. We have a good one in Ben Gideon, but you always want depth behind those guys, and I think Cameron Smith fits the bill. Yeah, he's a guy who can come and compete with Ben Gideon, Eric Wilson, some of those guys who are the, that third linebacker Kentrell spot brothers. when we yep. need a Kentrell Brothers. So we have a bunch of linebackers who compete for that third spot when we're not in a nickel defense with the extra cornerback out there. So he's another guy who can come in. He can really contribute on special teams. Rick already said that he sees him being a, a player there. And he sees him playing all three spots, as you said. Yep. All three linebacker spots, so you can't complain with that. Plus, he's got the USC-UCLA rivalry with his two teammates there and Anthony Barr and Eric Kendrick, so that's yep. pretty cool. Yep, it is pretty cool. Um, okay, next I'm going to go with um, two players who play different positions, but we're going to group them in together here. Defensive tackle Armin Watts and offensive lineman Oli Udo. Take a listen to Rick Spielman. I know how much you value guys who just like to go out and compete. You've referenced the Senior Bowl twice already. There's another college all-star game, the East-West Shrine game, which played a role in this draft for you because that's where you sort of found Armin Watts and Ole Udo, two guys that you drafted that were at the East-West Shrine game that Vikings coaches got their hands on. Yeah, and our, our coaches, a lot of our young coaches um, that coached in that game, and we had, I think, five or six of our coaches down there actually working yeah. with these kids for a week. Uh, and when they came back, we try to identify guys that they thought really stuck out to them or guys um, that they wanted to work with, thought that they had a, time, a chance to develop. Yeah. So uh, as we went through the draft meetings, um, these two, Watts and Ole, definitely stuck out uh, and felt you know, very strongly about their potential to develop. And the one thing that's a huge advantage when they were down there at the East-West game is you're actually coaching them in practice. You're seeing how they respond. Uh, can they make corrections? You're uh, in the classroom with them. Can they learn? Do they retain the next day what you taught them in and installed the, the previous day? So there's huge advantages to us being able to spend, or coaches being able to spend that much time with these kids while they're down there. So these all-star games, like people don't get into them. I don't, I don't think fans get into watching the all-star games, and, and that's okay because those all-star games, it's really about the practices yep. for teams because they go to Mobile on, on Tuesday and watch practice all week, and they go to Orlando for the Shrine game early in the week and watch practice all week. The Vikings spotted these two players at the Shrine game when young Vikings coaches like Adam Zimmer were, coach, coach. Right, were right. coaching in the game. And so the coaches come back to Rick and the scouts, and they're like, hey, these, these four guys we really got to watch, or whatever. These eight guys we really got to watch. The Vikings took two of them, so that's what I like there. Uh, the next two, Marcus Epps, a safety from Wyoming, and Chris Boyd, a corner from Texas. In case you didn't hear the interview I did with Rick Spielman right after the draft, here's what the GM had to say about these two DBs. Yeah, uh, Marcus Epps is, is an athletic safety, um, a very instinctual, uh, mm -hmm. willing to come up uh, in the run. He's going to be an outstanding special teams player as he develops as a safety. Uh, and Chris Boyd uh, was another one down at the Senior Bowl and okay. spent some time with him down at the Senior Bowl. Uh, very good athlete. He checks all the boxes from the athletic standpoint. Very aggressive in run support. There are some things technically that he has to clean up. But as we get in these later rounds and try to identify these players, they may not be polished 
products yet, but our coaches have a pretty good history and are outstanding at taking some guys that have the athletic skill set to play in the schemes we run and developing them. Yep. And uh, we've had a lot of success doing that. We're loaded, Chris, in the secondary, um, but you can you can never fault a team for throwing something against the wall to see if it sticks. And the Vikings have done that with two guys who either were very productive in the case of Epps yes. or were, are super talented in the case of Boyd. And they're going to come in, Chris, to a, a secondary, a defensive secondary meeting room that's going to include Jerry Gray, Harrison Smith, Xavier Rhodes, Trey Waynes. It's a very attractive environment for a young DB. Absolutely. Marcus Epps was a guy in Wyoming who walked onto the team and ended up being a three-year captain there. So a small school, really made a name for himself, became a leader, and they really like his the, the way he interacts with his teammates there in college. Looking at Chris Boyd, we, we got a guy from Texas last year as an undrafted free agent in, in Holton Hill, and he contributed from day one, not even being drafted on draft night. So then yeah. you got a guy who probably knows him pretty well. Yeah. So that'll be cool to see and, and have him come compete here with, with, with a former teammate. So yep. that'll be cool. Um, our guy Jordan Strzok likes this pick, wide receiver from Oregon, Dylan Mitchell, who had 10 touchdowns last season and led the Pac-12 in receiving yards with over 1,100. So you get a guy who's been targeted a bunch. And the one word that I like to describe him that I saw from a lot of these online reports was slippery. Uh, he gets the ball in his hands, and he's a hard guy to get to the ground, not because of, of power, but because of his elusiveness and his speed. So it's a good thing to add that to the offense, see what he's got at rookie minicamp. I think he'll be a fun guy to watch. Yeah, he was a former uh, star high school basketball guard who mm-hmm. was mentored by Penny Hardaway. Wow, he can play basketball. with you guys on Wednesday nights. So we might recruit him for that little <laughs> Wednesday night <laughs> For your league. pickup game. Absolutely. I'm sure Brian Harper would love him on yeah. the team, that's for sure. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, also mention uh, Ola B.C. Johnson, another receiver from Colorado State, um, a guy who's um, – Maybe not going to jump off the page at you with his his timed testing, like at the combine. But when you go and watch him and you talk to people, uh, just very technically sound, very productive, and plays the game the right way is uh, is the story on Ola B.C. Johnson. Also, a really fun interview because we had a chance to FaceTime with all of these draft picks, and I enjoyed the conversation with Ola B.C. Johnson. And finally, uh, for the Vikings' last selection of the 2019 NFL Draft, they took a long snapper named Austin gotta, Cutting. Gotta love that. From Air Force. And, gotta uh, love it. Keeping yeah. it, keeping it uh, fresh with the yeah. last pick. Yeah, and um, you know he's going to have an interesting um, you know, background and story because he's uh, got a commitment to the Air Force, and he's pursuing a... A career in football, and he's passionate about both. So it's going to be interesting to see how that story unfolds. Um, but he was the last pick for the Minnesota Vikings in the 2019 NFL Draft. Now, instant reaction, Chris. You and I both see and hear uh, what Vikings fans think and feel. I, I think that generally fans are going to like this draft. I think so. You got a lot of big names. You have playmakers. You have a ton of additions to the offense. I mean, I mean, we addressed the positions that we needed to address. The third wide receiver was a big spot. I think you got some playmakers there. You can usually get those towards the end of the draft. So those are my initial takeaways, but I yeah. love the additions to the offensive line. Love the tight end, as you guys already know if yeah. you listened to the last Wobcast. And, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very high on this class. A tip of our cap to Scott Studwell, who has just completed his final draft uh, with the Minnesota Vikings organization. Scott, of course, the all-time leading tackler in Vikings history as a linebacker. 
and then went on to join the front office and the scouting department. So he's been a member of the Vikings for the better part of four decades, and this was his last draft. And uh, so we congratulate him and we thank him for his dedication and service to the Minnesota Vikings for such a long period of time. Another guy who's who basically he personifies what it means to be a Viking. He and, got to uh, call the long snapper. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, did he really? Yeah, he got the last pick. Wow, that's pretty cool. He was allowed to make the last pick and. That was Austin Cutting. Yeah, so. that, that's a pretty cool story. So uh, we bid uh, farewell for now to Scott Studwell, although we know that we'll see him many, many times in the future because he'll have a hard time staying away. I'm so. sure he will. Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, this Wobcast is over, but coverage and reaction of the 2019 NFL Draft continues on Vikings.com. Lots of ways to get the story, the articles, the photo galleries, the videos, the press conferences, the podcasts, and so much more, all on Vikings.com right now. Make sure you download the Vikings app if you haven't already. And you're getting the football itch after watching the draft. You should buy some tickets. The schedule is out. Uh, most of the 90-man roster is is set and ready to go for the offseason program. Take a look at that schedule, and then make sure you go to Vikings.com slash ticket alerts so you can be notified whenever tickets become available, and that includes being able to purchase single-game tickets. You cannot do that right now, but when that day comes, you will get alerted on Vikings.com slash ticket On behalf of producer and co-host Chris Corso, I am Wabi signing off for now. This episode of the Wabcast is over. Stay tuned to Vikings.com for more coverage, and make sure you tune in next week for another edition of the Wabcast during Rookie Week.